The winningest team in baseball also has the most saves, and people who save the most money are winners. So start earning saves by investing in worthy bonds for only $10 each. These bonds earn a fixed 7% APY, and there's no fees, penalties, or minimum balance required, and they can be redeemed whenever you like. You can even round up everyday purchases to buy additional bonds. Go to worthybonds.com backslash save. That's worthybonds.com backslash save. And save and win. Now it's time to talk Braves, Falcons, and college football with a Deep South college football legend. It's the Buck Baloo Show, exclusively on The Fan. the voice kidding man we're talking bulldog football today it's the buck blue show here on the fan 680 and 93 7 the gang's all here and the bulldogs are national champions for the second consecutive year how about that if you're a bulldog fan out there you got to be just on top of the world today now, if you're a tcu fan probably in hiding right now. The Horn Toes uh, didn't show up last night, believe it or not. We're going to break it down on the today on the show. We're so glad you're with us Monday through Friday, 10 to 11, live from the Battery Atlanta. Let's get this show started, DT. Bucks Big Take. Wow. 65 to 7. The biggest big stage beatdown in college football history. You saw it last night. Do I feel bad for Max Dugan and TCU? Well, yeah, I've got a heart. The Horn Frogs ran over, uh, got run over by a Bulldog bulldozer last night. This championship game was over before halftime. Bulldogs with six first-half possessions, five touchdowns, and a field goal. Toad's still trying to stop them. It was epic, historic, a little bit shocking, record-setting, and fun to watch for the Bulldog Nation. For the Ohio State Buckeye fans and players, it had to be difficult to watch knowing they had George on the ropes here in Atlanta last week. But as it turns out, Georgia was tougher, deeper, more talented, and better coached than any of the other 130 teams competing in FBS. Coach Kirby Smart will enjoy this one for one day. And then he's back to work on 2023. And let me guess what this upcoming Georgia Bulldog team will be motivated by. Not that Kirby's going to bring it up, but I'm sure they're going to be talking about it. They're going to be hearing about it a lot. No program has ever accomplished the three-peat. And that's what the 2023 team is going to be looking to do. Now, Kirby's just going to tell him, hey, man, it's time to go out there and go hunting. But a three-peat, as we'll be talking about in the coming days, is certainly something that is out there. And looking at the Georgia schedule, 
their coaching staff and talent base. They should be right back in the mix next season. We're going to take your calls coming up here in a little bit. 404-231-1680, the number. You can listen to 680 The Fan in multiple ways. We've got 680 AM, 93.7 FM, at 680thefan.com where we're streaming. Uh, You can actually click and watch the show today. uh, Again, we're in studio, so... Enjoy that. We've got the fan mobile app driven by Beaver Toyota of coming Beaver Direct. Fastest and easiest way to shop online for your next vehicle. Visit BeaverToyotaOfComing.com and see what wow really means. And the 10 o'clock hour on the fan is brought to you by the Haug Baron Law Group. Your champions of personal injury law. If you need to win your personal injury case, go to ChampionshipLaw.com. I'm ready to talk about Stetson Bennett, the GOAT. Mmm, tasty. It's time for the College Football Nugget. Presented by your locally owned and operated Ace Hardware. Find your neighborhood store at acehardware.com. Yeah, let's, let's get to the GOAT. Stetson Bennett's career at Georgia came to an end last night. <laughs> and his final performance will never be forgotten by the Bulldog faithful. Championship game offensive MVP uh, moves on wondering what his future in football will be. Because right now, sad to report, there's no senior bowl invitation for Stetson. No East-West Shrine game invitation. No Hula Bowl invitation. NFL scouts and personnel executives are doubting his ability to play pro ball. And it's because of his stature. Shade under six foot. Few pounds under 200. Getting selected in the upcoming NFL draft. Looks to be a little bit of a stretch. As we sit here right now. Now I contacted Mort. Probably uh, woke him up this morning. Because I was wondering, I, you know, I've been looking at the Senior Bowl rosters. They've invited five quarterbacks. Typically, they have six come to the Senior Bowl to audition in front of all these NFL personnel guys. Well, maybe they were holding that final invitation out for Stetson Bennett. Mort <laughs> seems to believe that the final invitation for a quarterback to the Senior Bowl is being held for Alabama's Bryce Young. Who? The former GOAT, Bryce Young. And look, I understand the Senior Bowl, they're putting what they feel like are the top NFL prospects in the upcoming draft out on the field. The Senior Bowl is not built for Bryce Young. That's not that's not the reason that we have the Senior well, Bowl. Well, he's going to be probably the number one pick. That's he's, not why we have the Senior he's Bowl. He's probably going right. to turn it down. Yeah. So... He can protect himself from injury. But does that mean then Stetson Bennett gets the invitation to the Senior Bowl? We're going to ask Mort about this tomorrow when he comes on the Buck Baloo show. But come on, where's the invitation to the East-West Shrine and the Hula Bowl? This is ridiculous. Utterly ridiculous. Stetson showed out. He balled out last night, brother. 18 to 25, 304 yards, four touchdown passes, no interceptions, ran the ball three times for 39 yards and two touchdowns where he wasn't touched. 
entertained after the game with all the interviews that he did. Representing the G, I thought, in an A-plus fashion last night. Stetson Bennett. Let's hear from Kirby, who said that his quarterback answered the call last night. Stetson speaks for himself. Uh, the way he leads, uh, the way he prepares, um, his his mental makeup is such of a quarterback um, that believes he can make every throw. And what he did tonight was truly amazing. I mean, probably had his best game of his career, in my opinion, with some of the checks he made, some of the decisions he made, uh, just really elite. Yeah, and really appreciate what Kirby did with the curtain call at the beginning of the fourth quarter. Allowing Stetson to come off the field and feel the love of the Bulldog Nation, who gave him a standing ovation as he came off the field. Now, as offensive coordinator, Todd Monken did a great job scheming, game planning, play calling. Monken was amazing last night. Here's what he said about Stetson after the game. Thank God he stuck through uh, the way he did. Uh, a lot of credit goes to him. We wouldn't have been where we're at this year offensively without him without his progression as a player. No doubt about that. Let's hear from Stetson, who said he's not worried about the pro ball thing. I've been here long enough, I'm sure. <laughs> There's some game tape. Um, I, I don't know. Um, I'm a hard worker, pretty good at football, smart, um, you know, but they'll see that. I don't know. Um, that'll take care of itself. Today, we're, we're national champs. Good job, Stad. And great performance last night. Dogs punted once as the offense showed out. You know, back to the uh, Stetson Bennett and the NFL thing. Reading Dog Nation, they had an article up that pointed out there have only been three quarterbacks drafted since 2006 that were under six foot and under 200 pounds and all three of those guys ended up moving to wide receiver denard robinson remember him up at michigan armonte edwards app state and malcolm perry who played at navy could the usfl be an option Right now, though, don't worry about Stat. He's raking in over a million dollars with the NIL deals. Stetson's going to be okay. And there's your college football nugget. Late night last night. Quick turnaround today. I think I've done five radio shows already this morning. I heard you out in the hall when I was yeah. walking in, Buck. Yeah, I'm sure they're wondering. Well, it sounds like an elevator he's in. What's that? What's that sound? Where? Oh, it's a door shutting. My bad. No, it wasn't you. Wasn't you? And and I couldn't. You know, I'm having some trouble with my earbuds and the car play. So I'm driving uh, down 400 southbound, holding the phone. Only had a couple of people honk their horn at me. Didn't get arrested, so that's a good thing. Yeah, quick turnaround this morning, no doubt. But uh, Bulldogs getting it done, man. It's, uh, 
You know, it's a little odd, though, and I've got these people already, and I'm sure I'm going to get some more of it, is, hey, congratulations, Buck. And I'm thinking, man, I didn't do anything. <laughs> I got that a couple of times. I, I, I didn't, didn't do, do anything, anything yeah. brother. How but, about them dogs, man? Yeah, have the, the sick them, baby. How about them dogs? Yeah. Those dogs went, went eight last night. You, you could see it, right? I mean, you just you see the 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 pregame interview there with uh, Holly Rowe at uh, pregame Kirby Smart. It, she asked, you know, a, a long winded or I shouldn't say that. Her, Holly does a great job, but she asked a question. You know, what do you need to see from your from your team tonight? And all Kirby said was aggression. And then he talked about going hunting. Yeah, an aggressive game plan offensively. We're going to talk about it here in a moment. In fact, we come back on the other side. We'll break down this national title game. And uh, talk about the three-peat that is floating out there right now. Could the dogs pull that off? It's the Buck Blue Show here on the fan, 680 and 93.7. The winningest team in baseball also has the most saves. And people who save the most money are winners. So start earning saves by investing in worthy bonds for only $10 each. These bonds earn a fixed 7% APY, and there's no fees, penalties, or minimum balance required, and they can be redeemed whenever you like. You can even round up everyday purchases to buy additional bonds. Go to worthybonds.com backslash save. That's worthybonds.com backslash save, and save and win. Tonight in Arkansas, there's a mother tucking in her daughter and turning off the light. A business owner is burning the midnight oil. An at-home dinner date is plating up possibility. And it's all happening under one roof. How? The power of a conversation. Like the one John from Integrity Solutions had with First Horizon Bank about his vision for a sustainable mixed-use building. Now it's not just words, it's life. First Horizon Bank. Let's find a way. Go to firsthorizon.com slash John. First Horizon Bank, member FDIC. How about them dogs? Today on the Buck Baloose Show. 404 231 1680, the number. Got a lot to get to here and a short time to get there. But a great song to come back with there, DT. It's cliche, but it, yeah. Still feels good, man. Two in a row, Buck? Running it back is what the kids that, have been saying. That's what they say? Yeah. Okay. I mean, 40 years, Buck, and then you win two in a row. Come on. Yeah, as a matter of fact, 40 years ago, we had an opportunity to win three consecutive national titles. Won three straight SEC titles. Came up short after we won the first one. Had a shot to win it the following year, Clemson, who we lost to at Clemson on a horrendous day. Won the Natty that year and then came back. I grabbed, I left at that point. Uh, the team came back the following year, played Penn State for the national title in New Orleans in a close back-and-forth game down the stretch where Todd Blackledge and Penn State came away with a victory. This Georgia team able to capitalize on the opportunity of running it back. Going hunting, baby. And I know Kirby probably won't be bringing up the three-peat but everybody else will. We'll be talking about that in a moment. Uh, if you want to get in, man, let us know what you think. Bulldogs 
on top, 404-231-1680, the number. I wanted to hear from Max Dugan, the TCU quarterback, Look on the other side of the spectrum. My heart went out to this guy last night. During They're a great the, team. Uh, during the every, beatdown. Let's hear from Max. They're a great team. Um, everybody knows how good they've been, you know, this year and, and prior years, and, and we do that. I, I think tonight was was one of those nights where, you know, at least offensively, we, we, we couldn't get anything rolling. They were playing well on defense. We were shooting ourselves in the foot. I was making bad decisions, and I wasn't executing well, not putting us in a position to, you know, score, score some points. And, you know, they're a great team. Obviously, that's not what we thought was going to happen or, you know, wanted to happen or what we worked for. But, you know, one of those nights where we couldn't really do much on our end. Class act. Had to be tough for him. In tears after the game. Very emotional. Taking a beat down like that. Regrouped and uh, took care of his business there in front of the media. Very impressive. Uh, Here's Kirby's advice to the Georgia fan base out there as we move forward. I want to thank our fans for traveling all the way out here. I hope they understand the message I'm about to say. They can't take it for granted. You know, you can't take opportunities like this for granted. And they showed up in full force, and they better never get tired of it because we need them here. We need them to back us. And you can't become complacent as a fan, and we can't become complacent as coaches. Yeah, Kirby's still motivating the fan base. I'm not so sure they need motivating today, though, brother. It's Bulldog Nation on top, and they are loving it. Can't wait to hear from some of the fans and what they're feeling today after the Bulldogs were able to run it back. And want to take a second here and thank our college football playoff natty sponsors here at 680 The Fan. Was, uh, all our coverage was presented by Georgia's own credit union, Academy Sports and Outdoors, Finley Roofing. We appreciate those guys. It was powered by Georgia Power, the official power source for UGA Athletics. Let's bounce around before we take some calls. DT, talk about the game last night. Some of the things going on around the game. As far as the uh, game day on a Monday leading into the Natty. Best dressed on college game day last night. I thought it was Nick Saban. Now everybody had on blue suits. Saban's tie was popping. And then he seemed a little uh, disheveled when David Pollock mentioned at halftime that Georgia had taken over college football. Oh, I didn't see that part. Yeah, Saban a little bit disheveled when Pollock was pointing out the obvious. Uh, l- let me uh, go right here with the worst college football playoff prediction in the history of college football. Desmond Howard <laughs> taking TCU last night. And I believe Corso did too. <laughs> Desmond, uh, I, I even texted my friends after Desmond picked the uh, the Horn Frogs. I said, "Boys, things are things are looking up because Desmond rarely gets his predictions correct." So, yeah, and I think Finn predicted that TCU would win the game. Also, <laughs> yeah, yeah, he did. But feeling bad for Finn today. Thought uh, Todd Monken, as I said just a moment ago, did an awesome job of scheming it up, the game plan, and then calling the plays. Play calling was just tremendous. And, you know, in my opinion, one of the things that have helped put Kirby and the Bulldogs over the top is Kirby, the defensive guy, getting an offensive guy that he could trust and respect. Todd Monken 
turned out to be that guy. Loved what he did last night as far as the game plan went. Now, you may have heard me talk about it in the podcast, Bucks Beat. But in these biggest games that teams play, it's important for the coordinator and play caller and the quarterback to get the ball to your best players. And I thought Monken did a great job of getting Brock Bowers involved immediately. Brock Bowers really showing out seven catches for over 150 yards and a touchdown. 21 yards per catch for Bowers. They targeted him early and they targeted him often. Great job, Todd Monken. And also, I thought the other player that had helped lead the way the entire year on offense was Kenny McIntosh who uh, with Bowers was targeted, got the ball in his hands more than any other player, and that's the way it should have been. On the other side of the ball, what was Lincoln Riley's brother thinking? Their running back tried to give it a go, pregame warm-ups, couldn't go last night, and we had spoken about it leading into the game was, okay, your number one running back, your Big 12 first team, all Big 12 running back can't go. So the workload, how are you going to adjust the workload? Well, at the top of my list was you get the NFL caliber receiver, Quentin Johnston, the ball more. One catch for three yards. One catch for three yards. I thought the Rileys were brilliant offensively. And Lincoln was even at the game. What in the world, man? One catch in three yards? That's that's borderline incompetent. Absolutely stifling from the Georgia defense. And but outside of the one play that was a miscommunication between Javon Bullard and Keeley Ringo, I'm not sure who was at fault. I think it was Keeley, but we'll see. Uh, This should have been a shutout, Buck. One mistake. 65 to nothing. They made one mistake, Buck. Yeah, and it was a mistake. You're seeing this concept utilized in high school football, college football, we call NFL that a banjo. football. Back Stacking the- of the receivers where now the two defensive backs have got to communicate when you're playing man coverage who's got who. And in that stack receiver set is what TCU did. You, you take that inside receiver in the stack and run the wheel route. Yeah, and Keely, or Javon yeah. was lined up on him, and it looked like Javon wanted yeah, to play Bullard. what we called banjo and switch guys. You know, you take the outside guy, I take the inside guy. Yeah. But Keeley was playing man-to-man. Bullard and Ringo took the same man-to-man. guy, yeah. left the one dude open for the touchdown. But, again, we're harping on the one bad play outside the entire game, but they made one mistake. So Jalen Carter and Keeley Ringo were off to the NFL draft. Uh, January 16th, the deadline to enter the draft. Uh, Educate a guess on how many Bulldogs are drafted in the first round in the upcoming draft. I'm going to put the number four. Last year, it was five. You got Jalen Carter. He'll be a top five pick. You got Keely Ringo. Nolan Smith, who I thought did an awesome job of staying involved as the leader and captain of this football team. Tremendous job by Nolan Smith after he got injured. He's an edge rusher. You put a premium on that at the next level. 
look for Nolan Smith to be a first-round pick. And I think Chris Smith will be one also at the back end of the first round. We'll see how that works out. But a smart football player made a big play again early in the game last night. He always seems to show up on the biggest stage with big plays from Metro Atlanta, Hateville, Chris Smith. One of my favorite players on this team. And that was an important play, Buck, because that was right after TCU had, you know, it felt Georgia was obviously in control early, but then TCU comes back after the big play that we talked about and, you know, makes it a game, and Georgia obviously needs to buckle down and make a stop, and then you get the you get the, the Chris Smith just ripping the ball out and uh, turn the game again. Play of the game. Yeah, you think so? No, I, no, no. I'm, I'm okay, please give us the play of the game. Shifting gears here. <laughs> play of the game last night. I thought it was Javon Bullard on the deep ball, the post pattern interception. Oh, the second pick. Okay. The deep ball post pattern that Dugan uh, did not, uh, was not on target with that. And Bullard goes up and makes the pick over his head, running full speed with one hand. Pulls it in for the interception. Bullard was tremendous last night. And he's been awesome the second half of the season playing that nickel cornerback spot that is so, so important. Defensive player of the game. Three-star recruit, Buck. He's balling out right now. And I'd be remiss if I didn't congratulate Mark Richt and Paul Johnson, who will be a part of the uh, the 2023 College Football Hall of Fame class and was uh, close with both these guys. Mark Richt sort of embraced me over in Athens, and uh, I will always appreciate that. And Paul Johnson, I was able to formulate a pretty good relationship with Coach Johnson as uh, I was living down in Savannah, Georgia at the time in the insurance business, made a jump to the TV business, and at the time, he was in Statesboro as the Georgia Southern head coach, winning national championships. And so I was constantly making the trip over to Statesboro, covering the Eagles, and establish a really good reputation or a relationship with Paul Johnson. And, you know, that uh, not as close when he took the tech job, obviously, <laughs> but I have a lot of respect for Paul Johnson and what he did as a head coach. Uh, Really happy for both these guys and their families. Tremendous honor going into the College Football Hall of Fame. Holding out hope that one day soon we're going to see Irk Russell get in there. Technicality keeping Irk out. And also wanted to shout out Terrence Mathis. Got a chance to know Terrence, one of the great Atlanta Falcons receivers, and I bump into him a lot up in my neck of the woods. Terrence Mathis going into the College Football Hall of Fame also. Let's take some phone calls. Lewis joins us on the Buck Baloo Show. How about those Bulldogs, Lewis? What would you think last night? Man, Buck, first let me say shots out to your radio show and shots out to the Georgia Bulldog. Congratulations. They deserve it. And like I was saying, I just don't understand how how we can't get the highs in the trophy. Who's that? Stetson? Stetson. I don't get that part. He deserved that. Well, you know, there was a ton of criticism of people just criticizing the fact that he was one of the finalists out there. Buck, we've talked about this. Uh, obviously, the the, uh, the Heisman voting taking place before the postseason even happens. If we re if we revote now, right now for the Heisman, the Stetson probably finishes higher than fourth. 
Uh, yeah, you know, I, I voted for Stetson to win the Heisman Trophy, and you know, I came clean with my vote uh, after they announced this. Came in the following Monday and announced I had Stetson number one, I had Dugan number two, and uh, C.J. Stroud. Well, number four had Caleb Williams, number three, who ended up winning it. You look pretty smart in hindsight, Buck. Still a lot of criticism. Doubters out there as far as Stetson goes. We appreciate you, Lewis. Thanks for calling in today. Uh, David joins us on 680, the Buck Blue Show. Hello, David. Welcome to the show, man. Hey, Buck. Good to talk to you. Long-time listener, first-time caller. Um, it's like we're living in a dream, man. After 41 years, I never thought I'd see one again, much less two. So I don't want the dream to stop. <laughs> uh, well, don't get complacent. That's what Kirby's asking this fan base. Don't get yep. complacent now. Yep. I was in Athens in the early 80s myself. So thanks to you for all you did for the program. Um, but I wanted to just ask you, I know I'm caught up in emotions and I'm just, you know, running on adrenaline, but is it far-fetched to retire number 13 and or build a statue to Kirby? Uh, no, uh, and, and you're going to see those things happen down the road. I don't know how quickly or how soon that will happen. But what uh, Stetson Bennett has done, you're going to see the University of Georgia show him Ultimate respect. He may not be getting it outside the program. But Stetson Bennett, number 13, will be retired at some point in time. Kirby and a statue. Think you're going to see the statue down the road at some point in time? Uh, Georgia has not been quick to fall in line with these other programs here in the Deep South that have now uh, put these statues up around the stadiums. And I think Georgia at some point in time will fall in line and start doing that also. Uh, you've got the Vince Dooley statue up by the track. Uh, Herschel Walker statue is in somebody's front yard living in Athens. So I think at some point in time, you're going to see the University of Georgia uh, fall in line and uh, get with the program and start honoring these biggest uh, big-time players and coaches that have ever come through the program. Just four retired numbers ever in the history of Georgia football. And you think 13 will be the fifth one, Buck? Yeah, and Theron Sapp has uh, scored that touchdown to break the drought against Georgia Tech. You look at his overall, and not to criticize him, but his overall production during his time there normally wouldn't equate to your jersey getting retired, but it shows you at, at least at that point in time when they decided to do this, how uh, that rivalry, uh, where that rivalry was between Georgia and Georgia Tech, but but that has gone away here. Well, at this point in time, Georgia was on a forty point or forty year championship drought, and due in large part to the quarterback play of court of Stetson Bennett, they've now won two in a row and two in a row. Buck, pardon me. Yeah, I tell you what, to win a national championship, you got to have everything uh, going on. I mean, you got to have your coaching staff doing a great job. You got to. Uh, have the entire team. You got to have no weaknesses on your team. You got to have your quarterback leading the way and doing big things during the game. Uh, impactful players on both sides of the ball. You got to have your fan base behind you. You know, it takes so many things to get to the top of the mountaintop. And then it's even harder to stay there. 
Glenn joins us on 680, the Buck Blue Show. Hello, Glenn. Hey, Buck. Hey, uh, I just wanted to call and say, like, you know, last year's championship after 41 years was wonderful, but this one's going to have a special place in my heart because my son was born on Friday, and it was the first game I ever got to watch with him. So, Well, that's special, man. You're never going to forget that. so emotional. Yeah, and I saw the game last night with my two sons and my daughter and my wife. My wife didn't stick around for all four quarters. Uh, this thing was over at halftime. But the uh, the rest of us, we, we saw every single moment, and it was special for me just been able to do that last night. Tell you what, let's get to the Bulldog Roundtable, and during the roundtable, let's, let's make it a first and take some calls during the roundtable. Thanks for being part of the front row. On WCNN North Atlanta, on Dickey Broadcasting Station, home team in Hamilton. Well, that was the wrong uh, intro. Okay, well, I'll tell you what, let's go to the Bulldog Roundtable. Yeah, give, me, give me one second. Huh? And we are able to take some calls during the Bulldog Roundtable and talk about the future. The fan is proud to be the official sports talk station of the dogs. And it's time for Bulldog Roundtable with Buck Balloon. 25 20, far side line, 15 10, 5. Get in there, touchdown! Bulldog Roundtable is proudly presented by Georgia's own credit union, How Law Group, T Mobile, and by attorney Ken Nugent. And that's going to be the ball game. Georgia will win this ball game. Only on the fan, 680 and 93.7 FM. do the back-to-back thing and we're taking phone calls on the bulldog round table today see what the fans think vic has been hanging on vic joins us on the fan and the buck Baloo show right now hello vic buddy. hey there buddy hey, listen uh yes sir hey talking about the future i know you mentioned uh kirby uh, maybe with that statue here's here's an idea Catching him mid-flight, that mid-flight when he jumped up when Ringo made that interception last year, <laughs> that's one idea. And then number two, real quick, so, you know, you talk about complacency. I didn't want to get complacent going into the half, but I thought to myself, man, you know who's not coming and walking through that tunnel for TCU? Tom Brady. So thank goodness for that. Yeah, no doubt. Yeah, I don't know how you make a statue with Kirby up in the air. I thought about that, Buck. Yeah, you uh, have so to have you something you consult Trey him. Young? Uh, no, it wasn't Trey it was Chris Paul in the commercial. He's just floating. Yeah, yeah, he's just floating, levitating. I wonder if you could kind of do it up against a wall, sort of, with like a a, a a concrete backing or something, and Kirby's just kind of floating there. But yeah, difficult to make a statue where he's floating in midair. Yeah, no doubt. Four zero four two three one one six eighty. The number you want to get in here. As far as the future goes for the Georgia Bulldogs, as Kirby uh, points out, it'll be a brand new team next season. And so it won't be the same team trying to run it back and do a three-peat. Buck, when we look back on this championship run, obviously we'll remember the the just beatdown of TCU, frankly, but will we look at that Ohio State game uh, more fondly? As some folks will tell you, the championship was won last week in uh, in the Chicago Well, yeah, uh, apparently that was the national that championship was, that game. That was quite, quite the win. And uh, a much different win last night, obviously. Yeah, and the Ohio State people have to be feeling it this morning, man. Ooh, how close were they, huh? Yeah, that was close. Maybe next year. That was close. And looking ahead to 2023, and you look at the Bulldogs' schedule, and you're going to be hearing a lot about this moving forward. And some of it was brought up last night where Georgia's going to open with UT Martin, Ball State, and South Carolina. 
and then UAB. You like their chances in those, Buck? So you got to think, okay, 4-0. You go to Auburn, 5-0. Host Kentucky, 6-0. Go to Vandy, 7-0. Take the week off, go down to Jacksonville and take on the Gators. 8-0. Missouri and Ole Miss at home, between the hedges, on Dooley Field, 9-0, 10-0. We'll lead you right into the biggest game of the season in 2023 as the Bulldogs head to Knoxville to take on the Tennessee Volunteers on November the 18th. Go ahead. I know you went out and you probably got a new calendar. I've got one on my desk at home, and I've already circled the date, Saturday, November the 18th, Georgia and Knoxville taking on the Tennessee Volunteers. Come back, finish up the regular season against Tech at home. And you're going to hear how this will be one of the easiest schedules in college football next season. Yeah, and you look at uh, the big question for the 2023 season with the Georgia Bulldogs is who is QB1? Who replaces Stetson Bennett? Will, will it be Carson Beck, who has waited patiently for this opportunity? Could it be Brock Vandegrift or Gunnar Stockton or maybe a transfer? as they compete for the job. You not only, to be Kirby Smart's quarterback, you not only have to produce on the practice field and win the job there, but you've got to win the team over and trying to convince Kirby Smart that you're going to be his guy won't be very easy. It wasn't easy for the GOAT Stetson Bennett, and it won't be easy for Carson Beck, Brock Vandegrift, or Gunnar Stockton to earn the respect and trust of Kirby Smart. The rest of the offense is looking pretty good as you look ahead. Bowers coming back. Kendall Milton back at running back. Dajan Edwards, I assume, is coming back. And what about Branson Robinson, man? Two touchdowns last night for the freshman. He looks like a load at running back. Receiver's going to be loaded up. Ad Mitchell, Arian Smith, Lad McConkey, Rosemey Jack Saint. You got a couple of transfers coming in that are already proven. Ra Ra Thomas coming in from Mississippi State. Dominic Lovett coming in from Missouri. Brian McClendon has gone out and recruited at the highest level as far as adding some big time X receivers to go along with this Bulldog offense. Offensive line looks like it's going to be solid too. Now, Broderick Jones may jump to the NFL. And could be a first-round pick. He could be that fifth first-round pick for the Georgia Bulldogs. But I would assume you got Amarius Mims. You could move over there. You got Truss and Willock and Van Pran, who Van Pran would be eligible to jump. Ratledge, all coming back. Who is the quarterback for the Bulldogs in 23? Got to rebuild the defensive line, but... I'm assuming Brinson and Stackhouse will come back for their senior year. Did you see Bear Alexander do some stuff last night? I sure did, Buck. Michael Williams coming off the edge with maybe Marvin Jones on the other side, two freshmen that got to taste it and feel it. You got Mondin and Dumas Johnson back at inside linebacker. Lassiter, Bullard coming back uh, in the secondary. Who replaces Ringo will be another competition going on 
uh, starting this spring. Uh, you got Everett, Green, Singletary, Humphrey, Washington, Harris, Peel, Red. Going to be a lot of competition to replace Ringo at one of those cornerback spots. So talent's not going to be an issue. Who the quarterback will be is. We'll be talking about a lot about that in the days to come. Let's take another call. Chris joins us on the Buck Blue Show here on The Fan. Hello, Chris. What's on your mind today, buddy? Hey, good morning, Buck. I just want to say uh, I, I hope finally that Georgia gets the recognition they uh, should have had all year long. But I know every fan base uh, cries the uh, respect card all the time, but it seemed like this year, uh, first of all, they didn't get, they weren't scheduled a home night game throughout the year. You can maybe put that on the SEC, but I thought that was weird. Uh, when Tennessee came in, they were favored. The whole national media was fawning all over Tennessee. Uh, same thing with LSU leading up to that, uh, except until uh, LSU lost to A&M. Uh, it just seemed like this year they just weren't getting the recognition. And then last night, Lee Corso picks TCU. <laughs> and so, well, so did uh, Desmond Howard. And right. George only had like 50% of the fan vote. I'm thinking, are these people following college football? There was... Georgia should have been a 21, uh, I, I should, I'm exaggerating, but at least a 15-point favorite going in. They're just much too impressive. And Kirby Smart, I don't think, gets the recognition he is, or he deserves, as being a great coach. Well, he does when he, uh, you know, sees that that deposit go into his, account, into his account every month. He's feeling the love there with that new contract that he's got. <clears throat> But I see what you're saying. Yeah, uh, look, Desmond Howard rarely gets those picks right, so I wouldn't wouldn't obsess over that. And I give Lee Corso a pass. Give him a little bit of a break. Hey, the legendary Hank Williams Jr. is coming to Atlanta May 20th at Ameris Bank Amphitheater. Tickets go on sale this Friday at 10 a.m. at Ticketmaster.com. You can listen to me all week and uh, win some tickets before you uh, buy them to go see both Cephas. May 20th at Ameris Bank Amphitheater. Again, you can buy them at Ticketmaster.com. We'll give two away right now. 404-231-1680, the number. Thanks for listening to the show. Let's hook you up with a couple tickets to go see Hank Williams Jr., baby. Bo Cephas. Oh, Bo Cephas. Coming to the ATL, brother. And we'll come back with another exciting segment next. It's the Buck Baloo Show here on The Fan, 680 and 93.7. The winningest team in baseball also has the most saves, and people who save the most money are winners. So start earning saves by investing in worthy bonds for only $10 each. These bonds earn a fixed 7% APY, and there's no fees, penalties, or minimum balance required, and they can be redeemed whenever you like. You can even round up everyday purchases to buy additional bonds. Go to worthybonds.com backslash save. That's worthybonds.com backslash save, and save and win. Spring is here and baseball is back. You can't forget the Derby. I love the hats. Do you have yours yet? My hat? I treated myself to a whole outfit. If you want to be able to treat yourself, then you should check out the Nest Savings Account at LGE Community Credit Union, where they want you to reach your savings goals faster. Take it from a pair of 680 The Fan wives. Head to lgeccu.org to find out what makes their team number one in Georgia. 
Georgia Bulldogs are national champions for the second year in a row. Snap to Bennett. He drops back deep. Throwing deep. Wide open receiver. McConkey, a touchdown. Looking right. Throws to the end zone. And it is caught for a touchdown. The Georgia Bulldogs, as the clock goes to two and one, are the national champions. The first repeat champions in the college football playoff era. They're the new kings of college football. As the official sports talk partner of the Dogs, we're celebrating with the biggest names in college football and Bulldogs Nation joining the party all week. Design run by Bennett. Running left. Touchdown. And there wasn't a purple horned frog anywhere in the picture. Proud to be the official sports talk station of the back-to-back national champion Georgia Bulldogs and the college football voice of the South for our 30th year. The band. As a kid, you know, you always dream of moments like this. And um, just to see those moments and accomplishments and things like that come true, it's just a surreal feeling. I'm, I'm extremely blessed to be in the position I am, and I just thank God for it every day. Javon Bullard, defensive player of the game for the national champion Georgia Bulldogs. Appreciate you hanging out on the Buck Blue Show Monday through Friday, 10 to 11. Here on the fan and wanted to uh, tell you about the Discover Boating Atlanta Boat Show. Can't wait to get out and see the boats. What about you? Check out the Discover Boating Boat Show finder at atlantaboatshow.com to search and compare hundreds of boats right now. Give you some early access to what you're going to see when you get on down there. Find a boat online now using the Discover Boating Boat Finder at AtlantaBoatShow.com. And then get down and see the uh, boats January 12th through the 15th at the Georgia World Congress Center, Hall C. Buck and Kincaid show for years. We were a staple down there checking things out. And saw a lot of the uh, husbands and uh, dads coming down there to uh, find the right boat for their family. And I hope we'll see you down there again this week. Get a sneak peek at the Discover Boating Atlanta Boat Show, January 12th through the 15th at the World Georgia World Congress Center, Hall C. Again, visit atlantaboatshow.com for more information and to check things out. And so the I uh, wanted I got a minute here to uh, <clears throat> throw in something other than the national championship game last night. And the Falcons, I believe, I've got something good for the Falcons here. This will be the final word. Got an opportunity to seize the moment in the NFC South because all four organizations are in the same spot looking to retool and rebuild. You got the Bucks, eight and nine. Panthers, Saints, and Falcons, all seven and ten. We've got an even foot race moving forward. The Bucks, are they going to need a quarterback? Is Brady coming back? The Panthers, who's their quarterback? They're not moving forward with Sam Darnold. The Saints, who's their quarterback? The Falcons, could we be ahead in the quarterback search with the other rivals in the same division? We're going to be drafting ahead of all these other organizations in the South, too, so... With Terry Fontenot and all that help he's got, he's got Phil Emery, Rustin Webster, and Ryan Pace. We've got four general managers on the staff. 
So get ready for the draft and free agency as the Falcons try to turn the page on these five consecutive losing seasons and maybe take the lead in the NFC South. There is some hope looking at the competition. That's going to do it for my show today. I wish I had a little more time. We'd dive a little more into the Georgia game. we got time tomorrow. Hope you'll join me then. Nick and Chris are coming up next. Have a great rest of the day, everybody. Thank you, Buck. Where's Nerney? Okay, thanks a lot, Buck. The winningest team in baseball also has the most saves, and people who save the most money are winners. So start earning saves by investing in worthy bonds for only $10 each. These bonds earn a fixed 7% APY, and there's no fees, penalties, or minimum balance required, and they can be redeemed whenever you like. You can even round up everyday purchases to buy additional bonds. Go to worthybonds.com backslash save. That's worthybonds.com backslash save and save and win. This morning in the Atlanta airport, no one's missing a meal on Mac Wilburn's watch. With 11 restaurants to serve passengers, he's got dining for every destination. And it all started when Mac talked with First Horizon Bank about opening a franchise in the airport. Now it's open for business and cleared for takeoff. First Horizon Bank. Let's find a way. Go to firsthorizon.com slash Mac. First Horizon Bank, member FDIC. Support for Extra 106.3 comes from Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy, celebrating their 35th anniversary and offering gift cards in-store and online. You can discover Mother's Day and anniversary presents online at Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy at naturalbody.com.